Welcome back to the 19th episode of the Toledo Matters podcast. The crew had a really busy week this week, so we did not have time to get an intro in. So unfortunately, um, we are going to skip right to the uh, show today. Um, We apologize that we're a few days behind. Like I said, we just had a crazy week and uh, we didn't want to give it another week uh, just to get an intro in for our babble. So uh, without further ado, here's our interview. us today we have uh maury hasty and michael cushing welcome welcome guys thank, thank you this is kind of here. novel for us because we have two guests in the studio at the same time so wow. we'll see if everybody talks over each other at the same time we do it at home so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh well welcome guys we appreciate you coming on thank you and you both kind of have a common background in astronomy am i correct that is correct yeah and who wants to go first <laughs> <laughs> on what part? Well, all right. So, are either of you from Toledo? We'll yeah. start there. No, mm-hmm. neither of us are. Okay. So, Morig, where are you from? I am originally Scottish. I grew up in uh, the what's called Scottish Borders, rural part of Scotland, about 30 miles outside of Edinburgh. And uh, after I did my PhD, I came over to Arizona for a postdoc at an observatory down there. And I tripped over a young man called Michael Cushing. <laughs> um, and we... He's really low to the ground. I can see that. Could <laughs> yeah, happen. he's yeah. pretty short. But... Sarcasm for those who don't get the visual gag. But yeah. <laughs> and we overlapped what well, a few months. I left in August. You got there in March, March or February. Yeah. So a total of six months, seven months, something like that. Wait a summer fling. He moved to uh, Hawaii oh, wow. for yeah. a postdoc. Six weeks, Hawaii, actually. Six yeah. weeks. It, took us, it took us a while to actually finally do the summer fling. So yeah. Nice. Six weeks before I left to go to Hawaii, um, we started up, and somehow we never stopped. Yep. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Cool. You didn't stay in Hawaii, though? No. No, Hawaii, <laughs> you know, it's a great place to vacation, but living is different. But you've spent a lot of time there. I was there for nine years in yeah. total. So I, was, I, I got my PhD in Hawaii for seven years, and then I went back for a, a, these things called postdocs for two years. And so... I had also done my time there, um, nice. but it's far away. Done I'm, your time. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> prison called Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know it sounds weird to say something like that, but you know, I'm from the East Coast, and so that's very far away from family. It's very expensive yeah. to live there, so it's. Yeah. Is there a lot of um, astronomy stuff there? With it's because of its location or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's it's the best. It's the premier Northern Hemisphere observatory in the world. Okay, um, cool. Is that because of elevation or just the, like the lack of ambient light or? Actually, uh, both of those things. Yeah. So um, the, the beauty of Hawaii is that if you think of sort of the ocean as in, in, the, in the grand scale, it's this little dot in the Pacific Ocean, right? And so the air just flows over the ocean very smoothly. And then you stick this little mountain up and it hardly does anything when the air goes over the mountain. So it's very smooth and you can see very precisely in the sky. Whereas when you're on the continent, you have this rolling air and mountains in the way, and it, it makes the, the conditions not as good. So that's why it's such a great place. So I never realized that the, that the air movement affects... Yeah, huge, it's what makes it, what huge. makes stars twinkle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's see? cool. I learned something. We're gonna. Yeah. Be, I think we're going to learn, I'm, a, I'm lot learn a lot today. Show, yeah. <laughs> Before you guys leave, you got to help Nate set up his telescope. Sure. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's set up. I just don't know what anything on it does. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. And, and Mike, you said you're from the East Coast. Where yeah. on the East Coast? You're Massachusetts. From? I'm from Western Massachusetts, a small town named uh, Ludlow. Okay. But we have our own exit on the Mass Pike, so we're not Hey, that that's, that's the big <laughs> time, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Nice. All right. And in astronomy, do you, 
do you like specialize your studies or your your scholarship in a particular area? Like, yeah, I'm into black holes or something. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, Morag um, was an was, instrumentation person. I was an instrumentation. So um, really there's sort of three strains of astronomer. There's observational, there's theore- uh, theoretical, and then there's instrumentation engineering. And I went down the instrumentation route. And um, so I really worked with observatory staff and visiting scientists so that one the instrumentation that was on the telescope and by instrumentation i mean camera spectrograph anything that records the light that the telescope collects i worked to make sure that that was tip-top shape and properly designed and did this job that it needed to do and coordinated with any visitors and astronomers that came to um I imagine that's pretty important as well, having the correct information coming out of yes, this telescope. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, you, not always do you get an engineer that can speak to an astronomer and vice versa. So sometimes it's nice to have someone in the middle. Right. Um, and then I did a little bit of my own um, optical uh, research as well. So what type of engineering stuff? did there, Was it electrical engineering stuff for the Mainly most part? optical and mechanical. Okay. And I, you know, a little smattering. Of, I'm not claiming to be an expert in any engineering right. uh, subfield, but a little smattering. You had to have knowledge or, or capable of understanding. Familiarity with Familiarity it. Familiarity right. with it all. Yeah. Cool. And, and Mike, what's your... Area? So I'm, I'm the observer. And so without them, I don't get to do anything because <laughs> I don't know how to make it. She makes sure you look at the right thing. Right. I don't, yeah. know how to, I don't know how to build a camera to save my life. So I mean, I, I know how it works in principle, but could never do yeah. it. So yeah, so I'm an observer. And, uh, and so I study very, very low mass stars and other things called brown dwarfs, which are stars that aren't stars. In which the you, disco- that, you led that team that discovered that, right? We, we discovered, so not, we didn't discover brown dwarfs. They've been around for a while, but we discovered wide a dwarf. new, yeah, a wide dwarf. So okay. astronomers have this odd collection of letters that describe the temperatures of stars. And, and the reason why is because back in the day, we didn't know what the temperatures of stars were. And so yeah. just like any scientist, you start classifying things. So you have like the Linnaeus classification scheme of animals on the earth and you have kingdom phylum and you know, you can go down the list. So we did the same thing with stars. Um, and so we still use that vernacular. And so we added a new letter to this list of weird letters. Um, and so, yeah, so we, we added Y and they're very, very cold. So they, they're at, they're as cold as, or colder than the air in this room right now. Um, so, you know, stars that are, colder than what we're breathing right now, which is kind of weird. That is very weird, because aren't they, like, they're suns, right? Yeah, I mean, our sun is, you know, our sun is a star, but we're talking, you know, uh, 10% down to 1%, the mass of our sun. So very, very small. They're they're effectively Jupiter. Hmm. Um, They're effectively like a giant Hmm. planet, um, but they're out in space on their own doing their own thing. Real small, just like Jupiter. Very cool. Yeah, (laughs) just like Jupiter, tiny, Tiny, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, tiny is a relative word, I guess, in astronomy, right? Can't can't Jupiter fit like 200 Earths in it or something? Yeah, it can fit 300, and I think the number is 330 Earths you can put inside uh, Jupiter, and you can can line up 12 across the face of of Jupiter. Wow. Yeah, it's it's tiny, but not tiny. (laughs) (laughs) So what brought you guys to Toledo from parts west, I guess? So I got a job here. Yeah. Um, so we were, uh, she was in Arizona and I was in Hawaii and I was going back and forth. And then mm, I moved Pasadena, to Pasadena, right? actually, um, California. I took another postdoc at JPL, then the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Um, and so the, the thing I've been wanting to do for years is become a faculty member at a university where I get to teach and do research. Um, and so t- this job came up and I applied for it and went through the process and got it. And then so, you know, we, we were already married by that time, which is yeah. right. a little that's right. insane. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Living you're, in different states. Yeah. I was going to say you're married. married. He's in Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for the last year, six months, eight months we were yeah. married because we got married in December and we, and then we moved here in like July August. or something. So Ish. yeah. 
Yeah. Which, you know, if anybody recommends that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's tough, yeah. Yeah, so we decided, you know, being married, we probably should live under the same roof. And right. <laughs> I heard that doesn't work out, like 50% of the time. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're only, what, five you years got in? only five years so, in, that's right. So you got to give it a try. We're newbies at this still, so, yeah. <laughs> so when you came here, you led the... What did you do with the Ritter Planetarium? So I'm, as part of the job, I became the director of the planetarium uh, at the University of Toledo. And so that's another part of my job, which I enjoy immensely because I get to interact with the public um, and teach people about astronomy. And so, yeah, so I'm the director of that. Um, we have a full-time full -time staff member who does most of the work. So the day-to-day, -day, I, can't, I can't both teach, do research, advise students, and do all this planetarium stuff. There's only <laughs> and 12. And the podcasting. Right, and the podcast, right. There's only 24 hours a day, and I need to sleep, and I'd like to see my wife and, da and daughter every once in a while. So um, in some senses, I'm more of a figurehead, but I sort of you know, give the big direction for the planetarium, and when there are big decisions to be made, you know, I'm, I'm sort of right there making those decisions. Do, uh, do you ever do the shows anymore? Not so much. I've been I, in one. Yeah, been in I, one. I do them every once in a while. Um, Shows? What? The, so, you know, yeah. you, you stand up there and you point out the, the, the stars in the night sky. It's like um, a guided tour a guided of the stars. Yeah. 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 I've never been in. When I was at I UT, I would walk by that daily yeah. to go into the college of business. They're yeah. awesome. I would definitely try and see if there was an you open should. door, but there never was. <laughs> yeah. No, you should come. I mean, it's 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 exciting. It's a it's a great. And we have a brand new digital projector. I know. I went to the one in um, the history museum in uh, up in Michigan in Ann Arbor. Yeah, they have the one where they can like not just show you the stars, but you can kind of fly around the galaxy. That's right. Do you guys have that? Yeah, we can then? do that as well. What? Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, Danny. Yeah. It would it would blow your oh, mind. It's yeah, crazy. we can fly to the planets and, and yeah. you know sit sit above Jupiter and watch it rotate and. Um, go to Mars and all the all, you yeah, know, Saturn, see cool. all the beautiful it, planets. They were showing like we're, our perspective is always looking out as the planets rotate around, you know, and they were showing, you know, looking at Earth from outside, and it's, yeah. you know, it looks much different at the way it's moving when you're looking at it from like the moon or whatever. It's yeah. crazy. And that's what these shows are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's it's a mix of things. So we we can okay. do we can do these live components where we exactly what he says. We can go to Mars. We can go to Jupiter, and then we also have. I don't want to say the word movies, but that's the easiest way to say it. It's a movie. It's a 25-minute program that someone has put together that's fully immersive. So it projects on the whole sphere over you, and you really feel like you're flying through space. And you and kind you of like go recline to, looking up mm -hmm. at Yeah, and you can go to black holes, or you can go to Venus and see, you know, the volcanoes on Venus. Or um, we have a lot of different shows that we do. And love so we volcanoes. do usually do a mix. We'll do a live piece um, for 20 minutes, maybe 15 minutes, and then we'll do one of these, these full dome programs. I always liked seeing like the other hemisphere stars, so stars you've never been able to see before because you're on the other yeah. side of the Earth. And it's a little freaky. The, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And when can I come to these shows? So, <laughs> every, it's Fridays, right? It's every Friday night throughout the year. Uh, it depends on the time of the year. So in the summertime, it starts at 8.30. Okay. Uh, in the wintertime, it starts at 7.30. And the reason why is because after the planetarium show, we go observing. So we have a telescope. We have two telescopes on campus. Uh, and so we go, and if it's clear, which doesn't happen all the time until <laughs> right. we go, but we go and actually look through the telescopes to go see a planet or a star or a galaxy. And wow. so obviously you can't do that when the sun's out. And it, you know, <laughs> in the deep of summer, it doesn't get dark till 9.30 or so. So um, 8.30s uh, on, on Friday nights during the summer, 7.30 during the winter. And then we have a kids program uh, on Saturday afternoons at 1 p.m. during the school year. So not in the summertime because no one wants to come in and sit yeah. inside when it's, you know, <laughs> nice out. Um, but in the wintertime, it's a great, great place to go for yeah. the kids. So it's a, it's a show specifically for kids. So it's usually a cartoon or something like nice. that. Yeah. So we have we have Sesame Street with, with Big Bird and Elmo, which is a really nice show. 
flying through the stars or no it's it's simpler they go to the moon okay all right you know they look at constellation they do some singing Mm -hmm. and some you know calling out shapes and things it's it's a nice show how much is that is that free no it's not free unfortunately we would love we want it to be free but you know we have to pay people to do these things and so um it's seven dollars for adults oh wow five dollars for kids and if you're if you're a ut community member so you can prove to us that you're somehow associated with ut it's Still your student card there, So yeah, does yeah. having my student ID from 10 years ago, does that count? If it, if it, if it doesn't, I, I was just listening to an NPR show where they were talking about people finding ways to make deals and someone uses his student ID card, even though, because it doesn't have an expiration date. Uh-huh. And nope. so he still goes and gets <laughs> yeah. deals from this card. So if yep. it doesn't have an expiration date, and you, you, and you look approved. remotely like the picture. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> what kind of a person would still right. do that? That's <laughs> <Exactly>. terrible. <laughs> so, yes. so if anyone has that student ID, free parking at the museum. Just yeah. Say, yeah. Exactly, right. Uh, just curious. So like, uh, one thing that's coming out this year a lot is, is, is virtual reality devices, right? Yeah. So like Oculus Rift, HTC Vive, yep. um, has there been discussion in, in the astronomy community about replicating kind of the planetarium experience in that at all? No, I personally haven't heard of it, but just I, a random thought. Yeah, I had, no, I but, can't yeah. imagine that, that that's not happening somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of education in astronomy is a big thing. And so there are people who do this for a living. Yeah, yeah. So it's very possible that bigger places like Chicago or the Hayden Planetarium in New York might do something like this. Um, we have a we have a simulation center or something like that, a virtual reality on campus um, down at the I think it's the, the health care, the health campus health uh, science campus. Yeah, the health science campus. Um, and they're they're using that. So I've, I've gone down there and seen it. It's actually pretty cool. You go, you know, you go in this room and you put the glasses on and you can you know, see your hand and do everything. Yeah. And, and they're mostly doing it for medical students so they yeah. can learn how to, you know, do surgery and do sure. things without hurting anybody. So, hmm. But yeah, I, I, I don't, it just, it just struck me as, the, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. it'd be cool, right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, you, you want to go into the, you know, you want to go into, yeah. what is it? Stellar cartography on the enterprise, right? right. They, you know, <laughs> Data and Picard go in there and they fly. That's what you want. Yeah. So right. Someday we'll get there. Yeah. Then you could do remote planetarium shows where all you have to do is plug your Oculus Rift in and log in. <laughs> that's and true. And actually. show from anywhere in the world. Hey, we'll just, hey, we'll hey, just hey, never move. We'll just hey, sit on our couches. Let's cut this part out. Pending. Now, uh, Morig, you're involved in a not a competitor of ours. I don't mm. think we're, we're not. No. No. What? No, 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 no. no. Not, not at all. We that, have that's the like, wrong thing. We, it, it's we a very complimentary thing. Complimentary yes. is the word. You guys started before us, I think. So you have that. We absolutely on. did. And, <laughs> and Danny recently participated in he this. He did, and I Can believe you t- you're ready. Almost I, okay. So, so why don't you tell uh, tell everybody? Uh, what I'm talking about, and then we'll talk about some other stuff too. But. So it's a website called Love Letters to Toledo, and it pretty much does what it says on the tin. It, it's a website that people write love letters to the city of Toledo, and we put it there. And we praise what we love about Toledo and sometimes acknowledge what needs improving. And in addition to anybody who writes a letter, we offer a photo shoot. We have a number of women on our staff that are very good photographers, and we will meet you in your favorite place in Toledo, and we'll take some pictures. and. And it's super fun. It was so much fun having Heather come to the improv show. Heather's, Heather she's is Heather is a, a way of. Yeah. She's not yeah. only just a great yeah. photographer, but she makes you feel comfortable yep. and connected, and um, she's just got a really good knack about her. Heather Meyer, friend of the show, Larry Meyer's wife. Mm, <laughs> Shameless indeed, <plug>. indeed. <laughs> if you're a guest on our show, that, that means we're allowed automatically to call you. friends. We're, we're allowed to call you friend of the show. <laughs> so yeah, Danny recently had a letter on there, and I did, I did. And this week's letter was Gene Powell, who's a, correct another friend of the show. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I 
I, you guys come out every Monday, is that right? We do. So yeah. remarkably, when we first got together, so this this idea got um, ignited by a friend of mine. She runs um, a similar website called Love Letters to Tucson. And she's similar to me. She's an expat. She lives in Tucson where I met her. And she got the inspiration from other websites that are sort of more community-based. Um, and they're called things like um, I Live Here San Francisco, I Live Here Cardiff. But she took the idea and simplified it and made it love letters to Tucson. And I thought that was genius, absolute genius. So I um, was smart enough to know that I can pull off by myself. <laughs> um, and I needed support and expertise and connections. So Bob and I both live in Old Orchard and have met many, many wonderful people through the family group there. And I emailed a bunch of girls and said, hey, what do you think of this? Do you think it's an idea? Are you game for joining me? And every single one of them said yes. And when we first started talking about it, we we're like, right, if we can put a letter out maybe once every other week, we can bribe our spouses, you know, <laughs> coerce in some way, blackmail people. We can maybe try and, and keep it going. Yeah. And f- from the, sing- the first day that we launched last August, um, I think it was the very first day that the website went live with the first round of letters, we had a random person we never met email us a letter and said, I want to do this. And we have literally gone out every single Monday, um, bar Christmas and one break. Um, sure, yeah. At Easter. And you're still got them in the queue, right? How many, and we've got we, six like, sitting six there in the queue, right? ready. That's great. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we definitely experienced a very similar wow. thing when we started this. Mm-hmm. We were, well, how are we going to get people on the show? I mean, it's we've been the, the easiest part has been getting people <laughs> on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, the easiest part has been getting people to agree to it. And then the scheduling can well, be yeah, yeah. difficult. But, yes. but I think that's just kind of a cool thing that, is kind of an intangible about Toledo is that people Absolutely. are willing to just dive into stuff and help out to, you know, grow the community or just be a part of it and stuff. Yes. So it's really cool. And I kind of saw that there was a little bit of, of that happening. I had this idea of doing it here a couple of years ago, two, three years ago. And, you know, with things happening, like children being born, it didn't really, <laughs> <Details>. you know, <laughs> small details, didn't really, you know, I didn't really contact them until January last year. So, and then we launched the site in August. So it did take a little bit of time to come out, but you can see from other um, projects around town, like it matters where you make it, um, you'll do better in Toledo, all of these things. It's obvious that Toledo has this core of people that want Toledo to succeed. Definitely. And want to tell the world that we're succeeding. And I think that's where we slot in as well. Yeah. And you, you'll do better. Toledo has a new shop in Hensville that's open now. Oh, really? Yep. A we'll whole bunch of you will do yeah. better in Toledo stuff. I didn't know that. So can you tease any upcoming letters for us or no? They're all secret. <laughs> well, the one thing that we're I'm, I'm excited about, um, I think starting with Danny's letter, we've had a run of six or seven men, which is great because people were starting to say, but isn't this just for girls? And it's like, no, <laughs> no it's not. No. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of women are naturally more uh, vivacious and are prepared to put themselves out there. Yeah. So it's taken a little bit of... Um, coercing with some of the guys but i think it's we've got this nice stretch of guys they're they're great letters they're key members of society as well but which we don't really nice, we want you. everybody <laughs> <laughs> i think she's I'm not sure she's talking about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. she's talking about the five that were before <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that i've noticed happening recently is um people that have moved away yeah. want yeah, to write right. letters for yeah. us yeah. and we have one woman coming up that she, her daughter still lives here and we'll take her photographs when she's come to visit in, in early May and um, 
I've reached out recently to a random article that Heather found that somebody at Ohio State wrote about, you know, growing up in Toledo and I tweeted her. Oh, well. Because that's what the kids do these days, apparently. (laughs) And uh, she replied instantly and she said she's going to write a letter. So, yeah. And a mutual friend of ours wrote one that, I think she wrote it, Jennifer Williamson. She she wrote Mm -hmm. it while she was here, but then moved away. Yeah. yeah. And a few people have done that. And, um, you know, in their process of getting ready to move on to their next stage, they're feeling sentimental or want to just say thanks. Bob did it as well. um, Well, I have a draft. Yeah, I will get working on that draft. Bob, I had a draft for like probably three or four weeks, it's, and then she just kept messaging me like and, daily, like, Danny, how's your letter coming? Yeah. I have to admit, I had a few glasses of wine when I wrote it, so it, I'm, I'm, I need to go back to it. No, that's the, that's or you the just best need to way. drink more yeah. wine. It, it's, 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 it verges on the postmodern, so I need to maybe fix it a little bit. But. We'll take anything. But that's the other thing. If you don't, if you're not comfortable writing in words, yeah. draw pictures, sing us a song, make a movie. We don't care. We can, we can support any medium. Yeah. Um, we've got great, and Sarah Womack, we've got a great um, web designer yep. and back end. And if someone does an interpretive dance, we will put it up there and, <laughs> you know, however you want to show your yeah. love for Toledo. So if, if somebody wanted to write a letter, what, what, what do they have to do? Go to the website, loveletters.com, yeah. loveletters to Toledo.com. There's, um, <laughs> Don't go to that first one. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a contact page, click that, fill in the form. If you're not even ready to write your letter, but just want to reach out to us, do that. Myself and Sarah will get the email. We'll get back to you as soon as um, our small children allow us to. <laughs> you have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. Yeah. We're, on like us. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. All that stuff. Yeah. All the other All things stuff. you have to do. <laughs> I tweeted you today. You did? Yeah. Oh, you did. I remember. Yes. Yeah. I was at Imagination Station. Busy so. day at work. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to running the Love Letters to Toledo website, uh, you're a bit of an author, aren't you? I'm trying to be. I didn't necessarily put that hat on Now, I, I looked at your website and you have a good five or six publications so you are an author i'm, I'm getting You're there. there yeah yeah when we first moved here so i left my career to move here because finding two science jobs in the same place can be difficult. <laughs> yeah two, it has a name it's called the two-body problem mm-hmm. so there's a, a famous problem in physics where you try to work out the motion of two bodies like the sun and the planet and the gravity gets in the way and yeah it's hard yeah. right and so we call this the two-body problem and so it's it's very difficult to find yeah. two jobs in the especially same place if- in astronomy Especially with our two interests. I really, sure. if I was going to continue doing what I was doing, I had to be a, a big observatory, which, you know, don't necessarily happen where the universities were looking for faculty staff. What would were, be the nearest so. big observatory to Toledo? To Toledo? Yeah. Arizona? A- a- well, <laughs> Yerkes, but not really. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was, where was that? Sorry. It's outside of Chicago, Okay, I yeah. think. Well, it's um, tough just weather-wise around yes, here. There's only yeah, 10 days right. a year that the sun exactly. comes out and it's a clear sky. <laughs> so. Right. so, no, I mean, Arizona on the continent, and then uh, I guess Chile, Chile and Hawaii would compete for the to the next closest. From so, here. yeah. They're, wow. They're not a little close. Bit, a yeah, bit. Not, not so close. <laughs> yeah. So when I first got here, we uh, we agreed that I had a year to do <laughs> anything right. I liked. Forgot about that. You had a year <laughs> I off. Year. I remember that. That's I right. could do what I liked, including yeah, sleeping nice. all day on the sofa if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, right. That's nice. nice. Yeah. You did that a few times. I did. If I remember that. correctly. Yeah. yeah. And we, then at the end of the year, I either had to get a job or or become pregnant. And um, <laughs> I got pregnant. So <laughs> that's pretty much... Screw this job that, thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Do the pregnant thing. So. I don't know. I think you picked um, a harder choice there. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, and that's where a lot of the sleeping on the couch happened when I was sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm the kind of person that I, I get bored quite easily. So, yeah. through my uh, beloved husband, I can get spousal tuition waiver at ah. the university. So I decided, oh, let's go and do some classes. And I initially thought, well, maybe I should go and do engineering. So at least it's useful in case I want to do right. something else with my life to actually earn money. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, there's English. I might try that. So yeah. I went and did um, a couple of creative writing classes and thoroughly enjoyed it. Apparently, I have a potential <laughs> possible little smidgen of a talent. And, well, that's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've kind of run with that. And so I've been doing... Very slowly, one or two classes a semester, doing my English degree. Great. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Is there anything in the works right now? Well, in my hand, I am holding <laughs> is it uh, this month's issue of the Chroma. By the time this comes out, last it'll be month's. last month's. Yeah, yeah. March's issue. So the Chroma is a local Toledo. I'm, I'm just getting familiar with this. So they you are brand That's new. That's like the brand third, brand new. Yep. third okay. one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is it? It's a Zin. Zine. What? Zine? Zine? Yeah. Zine? Short for magazine. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, I learned something. Yeah. So it's a collection of short. Well, from what I understand, um, Kelly Thompson and Emily, and I'm blanking on Emily's last name, um, are local. Cohen. Young... Thank you. I got a cheat sheet. <laughs> They're local um, uh, journalists. I know Kelly um, writes for Toledo.com. They're, they're journalists, creatives, um, uh, poets, people in, in Toledo, and they felt like Toledo needed another outlet for um, Toledo native creative mm -hmm. writers, artists, because yeah. it's all artwork and everything as well. And so they, they're starting to put this together. And Kelly interviewed me for loveletters.com to go on toledo.com. So yes, I contacted Kelly when, when I learned that she was doing this and said, hey, are you going to take short stories? And she said, Sure, and I said, okay. And I sent in one, and I was fortunate enough that she published it. Yeah, what's it about? Um, A person... Is the picture to the left relating to the article? I only read a page this morning, and there's a... <laughs> it is not. Picture of my homeboy Bernie Sanders. Right no, there. Okay. I don't know why that got <laughs> yeah, I was like... side <laughs> No, I, so I wrote this um, short story intending to submit it to a contest that was run by a local writer's group, and their theme was... Um, Deception. Okay. But I ended up... Okay, that going... makes a lot of sense. After Which one was that. this? I can't remember now. <laughs> um, the old brain grip that I used to work No, with. no, the story. Oh. Which story? Come on. Can you pronounce that? Mm. Voigtkampf? We call it Voigtkampf. Mm -hmm. For short. For short. <laughs> <laughs> so in this... Oh, this one. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah. yeah. In this promo booklet, there's a uh, probably about 10 short stories that local authors writ, mm -hmm. wrote... And Both they, short stories and it's and a variety of things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're available at you know local coffee shops and some other yep. interesting stores downtown that I've seen them at. And then in the back, there's a coloring contest. There <laughs> is. So I think you might have missed your chance this time around because I think April's been done. Yeah. Oh, Danny, you have to wait till next month for your coloring. Dang it! Language I just got day. a new box of crayons. Yeah. How much was the book? The little the thing you bought. It's seven dollars. Okay. Cool comes out once a month there it doesn't come out on a particular day i don't think they're yeah. that organized yet but do when they have ready. like a facebook or website they have a facebook they do yeah. have a website and awesome. they had it a kickstarter that's Ooh. how it started oh yes, really that's yeah. right yes yeah. and everything for you know so you know the um art loop 
Yeah. yeah. Third, um, third Thursday. Third Thursday. Yeah. They, the Chroma have their, their monthly party um, in the original Sub deli. Shop. So there you Thank yeah. you. Um, so if you're interested, go along there. The two girls that run it, who are lovely, will be there. There'll be live music. There'll be subs, apparently. <laughs> um, I think you can buy it for a deal if you buy yeah. it that night and not other nights so. and, and morig you, you have your own website for your writing i right? do and what is where can people find that morighasty.com and for those who need to spell it that's <laughs> <laughs> m-o-r-a for apple g for grape h-a-s-t-i-e.com and it'll be in the show notes as well yeah. so yeah. and I, I know you have that story for example up there i do yeah. yes as soon as anything's it's officially published I, I do they switch up the artwork on that cover every yes. month okay yep. that looks really cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah, this month's is really excellent as well. So if any artists out there or photographers or anything, it's definitely a great new source for Twitter. We should, uh, we should give our boy Jacob Parr a call, the guy who did our logos and stuff, because he is go. phenomenal. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. pretty good. He's, yeah. yeah. Um, can you talk about the three R's? <laughs> so the three are is that okay <laughs> absolutely so these guys yeah. this is, i've been meaning to go to this I, bob I to sent us this, show notes but... before we got here and he sent us a group facebook.com slash group slash reading writing and drinking <laughs> which is the close i couldn't really see it but yeah. it's a it's a reading it's a writing group that um we started a group of us we meet once a month because anything more than that is too time consuming with other life aspects and um we do exactly what you know we feel like doing we read we write and we drink and we meet in uh, style 516 which is a boutique at cricket west and they have a wonderful studio space above it that we can rent and that's why we can do the drinking part (laughs) (laughs) cool yeah I, i seriously one of these days I or my wife will make it. You and your wife both keep threatening. Yeah, I know. I know. So is that just open for anyone then to join? Kind Absolutely. Of thing? Awesome. There's um we're on Facebook. Join us. You'll you'll get messages when we're um it's unfortunately at the moment we're doing every third Thursday as well, which clashes with a few things, but it's the most convenient at the moment. Click, I joined. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I will approve you when I get my phone. Yes. Um, and absolutely, if you write anything, we will read anything. We're, uh, it's, I don't know if anybody's been to writing groups before. It's, we run it as a sort of little critique session where you bring, if you're brave enough and you want feedback on a piece, bring it along. We'll all read it. We'll talk about it. We'll hopefully give you great ideas. One of the guys who came just Facebooked me yesterday to say that one of his short stories that we all critiqued together has been selected for publication. Oh, cool. Nice. So, awesome. Yeah. Could I bring a legal brief? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, as long as we have enough wine. I'm joking. <laughs> Mike, do you do you go read, write, and drink? I, uh, no, the last one I'd like to do, but the other, the other two, I, I, uh, I don't really have a... With the exception of music, I don't have a creative bone in my body. Um, I, it's it's weird. If I if I didn't know how to play music and, and appreciated it, I, I would have no need for the arts, which is sad <laughs> because I like looking at paintings and I like. But well, I, well, see, I, no, that's cre- I mean, and you, you can appreciate you make... it. That's one thing. You yeah, know? but like poetry, right? Yeah. I mean, I you know I. I can read it and go, okay, yeah, but, and then she explains it. And I'm like, I didn't, I mean, sure, but I didn't get that in there. So, um, yeah, no, so I don't, I don't write. I'm, I mean, I write for science, which is a very different form of writing. Um, and but, you edit myself. And edit, yeah, I, I am her editor. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I don't, I don't write well, yeah. creatively editing, speaking. Editing so. is more very technical. Than yeah, right. I, I'm creative. a very uh, technical person. So. Definitely had an editor look at my love letter to Toledo. Yeah. <laughs> How do you guys Thank you, Dorian. feel about the Oxford comma? 
This is very. <laughs> Bob, we don't have enough time on right. the show to just. Yeah or nay? Yeah or nay? Just to clarify, that's the third. That's the end one at the, before the end. The penultimate yes. comment. Yes. yes, I think it is. I think it should be there. Okay. Mark? I do too. All right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other comments matter, we but fight yeah. over, but that yeah, yeah. one that is... That comment needs to yeah. be there. Sarah yeah. Otney, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and, and one thing we like to do is a little bit of trivia. So Ooh. Danny's going to try to stump oh, you. Oh, jeez. Uh, real, real quick, I have to thank my friend Zach Vassar and your friend as well <laughs> yes. for these wonderful questions. He even... He knew you guys were coming in, so he kind of put them towards your expertise. Oh, Lord. No. So now it's really going to look bad. Me, me, and Bob, me and Bob are not previewed to yeah, these. We're, so we, we'll, you don't know we, we will we try to help you the best we can. Okay. We are not right. usually very helpful. Okay. <laughs> these, these ones aren't that bad. We'll give it a try. So this is a warm-up one. It's about right. Scotch do, do, whiskey. Do we, get, do, we, do, we, do we each get to decide it, or is it to her and then No, no. It's, oh, it's just, just anybody. Out, anybody. Yep, and Bob and Nate will do their we'll best not to just scream out the answer. So the first one, it's about Scotch whiskey, and it's a fun one. How many ounces are in a dram? Oh, that's that's mooring all the way. I think two, but when I pour it or when we <laughs> pour it? The, the, official, the official measurement. Two-ish, two and a half, something like that. Uh, one eighth of a fluid ounce. I guess it's a fluid ounce. When would you ever want to drink one eighth of a fluid ounce? I don't know. I assume. Well, if a fluid ounce is like a gallon, you're in, right? I mean, (laughs) it's not. Yeah, no. One eighth of a big thing is a good uh, thing. So, what what did you call that, Danny? A dram? A dram. 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 So, my normal drink is like six of those. (laughs) Mine too. Especially. All right, so strike one there. (laughs) Uh, Number two. What was the original nickname of the University of Toledo football team? Yeah. Oh, that requires. Uh, yeah, that's it's easier than it sounds. Rockets. Close. The Frogtown Footballers. <laughs> Rocket Fins. <laughs> Rocket. The Sky Rocket. Oh, Sky Rocket. Okay. Uh, well, we were in the Sky ballpark. Rocket I wasn't, but you guys did okay. <laughs> this one's kind of cool. Uh, what famous gangster lived on Pemberton? Drive in Old Orchard. Oh, I should know this from listening to Larry's podcast. Yep, yep. Larry mentioned it. I knew it right away. Famous gangster. Sounds like I don't remember. I should since I edited the whole episode. Like actually famous? Like I will know this person when the name is said? I just said it accidentally. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay. Pay attention. It was Thomas Yanni Lacavelli. He was the leader of the Purple Lacavoli. Lacavoli. Lacavelli sounds cool. I do know, however, that the American, the, the Yankee Commandant comes from Toledo. Do you guys know by that? What's the what? Yankee coming out? Enlighten oh, us. Uh, William Morrison grew up in Toledo, in Old West End, and went and fought beside Che Guevara and uh, Fidel oh. Castro in Cuba. Wow. Oh, okay. Fascinating awesome. story. Very cool. Wow. Talk to Heather about it. Did he make it out? He did not. Uh, <laughs> he got well, executed. A lot, of, a lot of those guys didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So we're what? Zero for three here? Yep, yeah, that's okay. It's Don't worry. If it's a family yeah. feud, we'd be out. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's about the experience. And right? yeah, sure. this one, probably the easiest here. So famed landscape architect Frederick Law Olmsted designed Central Park in New York City, Belle Isle in Detroit, and what local attraction? Mm. No clue. Doom, 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 doom. Ottawa Park. He's pointing in a direction. I don't know what's over there. You're pointing the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> now you're, now you're well, misleading. You're saying that. Just... <laughs> Ottawa Park. I'm Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Nice. There you go. Did he not? Did he point the other way down he's, Parkside? He's pointing east. Bob's not a bad angle. Like, yeah, actually, yeah. That, yeah you're, right. you're both wrong. Off. Yeah, yeah. It's, Mike had it right. Mike had it right. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know where I'm at. All okay. right, we'll just edit out the last two minutes. <laughs> Great job, guys. Great job. So I, four is not bad. We've had we've had O for five some on some episodes. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so I, I forgot to ask you, Mike. What do you teach? Like, what are the? So I teach. A, I mean, I teach a variety of astronomy classes. Yeah. Right now, I'm teaching an advanced astronomy class for undergraduates. So the undergraduates take this their senior year. It, it combines astronomy and sort of physics that they've been learning over the last few years to do astrophysics. I've also taught an introductory class where you get 150 freshmen in front of you or 100, you know, people taking introductory astronomy. Um, and then next year I'll be teaching an observational class, and then I'll be teaching a brand new class that we're we're inventing for sophomores, nice. which is a little bit of early astronomy and a little bit of observing as well. So it's a variety of things. It just yeah. depends on what what okay. uh, what we need what needs to be taught. Yeah. So. Cool. Someday I'll have to teach physics. Right now uh, I just get to do <laughs> astronomy, but at some point I'll have to actually do physics. Yeah. Yeah. Physics was not my best class. <laughs> <laughs> so the point of our show is to kind of find all the cool stuff happening in Toledo. Now, we've heard about some of the cool stuff you guys are doing. Do you happen to have a favorite thing or a favorite spot in town that you think some other people, hey, you guys might need to know uh, about this. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Oh Zingo's. But it's yeah, not. Ooh, it's Zingos? not quite in Toledo. It's in. It's down in Perrysburg. That's okay. That counts. Yeah, that, that counts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right on the main strip. There's a mm -hmm. there's a really nice little restaurant called Zingos. Um, and coffee shop store. Yeah, coffee shop. Food. Yeah, it's a Mediterranean. It's it's just really we love going down there. Yeah. They the I hate salads because they don't <laughs> fill me up. It's just like a bowl of weeds to me. But they have <laughs> they have the best salads. Like it'll actually fill you. Do up. they put a lot of um, meat in it? It's not even no. that. Yeah, there's meat. There is, but it's it's just good. So yeah, there's yeah. good salads. It's a it's a Mediterranean place. I I would say Zingo's is a good place. Mm -hmm. Zingo's, um, nice. Yeah. We like talking food. Yeah, yeah, we, we yeah, yeah. No, that's a good place. They have a um, like a they they're gyros. They like uh, euros. Euros. Euro <laughs> Sorry, they like uh, crisp the the breading. It's like almost yes. deep fried or something. It's really yes. good. And I'm a, I'm pseudo vegetarian, and they have a lot of vegetarian options. Which pseudo is doesn't mean you're like a pescatorian I'm or pesc yes. Yeah, okay. If it can breathe underwater, yeah, eat it. Okay. Awesome. So you're a sushi fan then, huh? I'm a huge sushi fan. So <laughs> how do you feel about like frog legs? It, they can't I, they, they, no, that's water. right. You're right. Mm -hmm. They're no, amphibians. I am not amphibians a breathe oxygen. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, yeah, I am a... Sorry, guys. Long day. My son knew that answer and I didn't. Morag, <laughs> do, you, do you happen to have a spot? I'm trying to think. It could be Zingo's too. Huh? Yeah, I know. I'm, I feel mm. like there are things and I just can't remember where, where we really like to go. That's one of them. That's the one thing that popped into my head. Um, yeah. yeah, we don't. A lot of don't people get, say the metro mm, parks. Yeah, and there's oh, actually we, a sweet we, new archery metro park. Yeah, yeah. we I like the botanical gardens. Botanical gardens. I go with my daughter all the time. Yeah, um, that's, yeah we haven't really talked about that very much here, but that, yeah. that's a good. It's one. a really beautiful place. Or as um, Isla knows it, Daddy Isla Park. Daddy Isla Park. That's right. Wait, wait, where's that? that? It's the one. Uh, that, <laughs> it's botanical gardens. We call it Daddy Isla Park. Sorry, Daddy Isla Park. But it's the botanical gardens out. Is that part of the metro parks? No, it's a separate thing. Okay, and I'm pretty sure. A uh, friend of the show, Molly Thompson, is <laughs> either on their board or doing a lot with the mm. botanical. One artists. thing we we've gone to, less so with kids, but uh, they do jazz in the garden. Yes, during yeah. the summer, which is really we did cool. that once pre yeah. pre pre child. child. Yeah. We need to go back. She's old enough now where she, she can is. sit for a little bit, and, and she'll love it because she yeah. loves dancing. So. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done setups for weddings at a couple uh, weddings in the in the botanical mm. garden, which yeah. Yeah, seems like beautiful. a very cool place to is, get married. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. They, they, you know, great places to take pictures, great backdrops, yeah. great scenery. So yeah. No, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I can't. I know that's. Don't tadpoles breathe underwater? <laughs> <laughs> Here, <we're still> 
That's a good question. So, right? sure. If during the course of their life they're able to breathe underwater, even though the end, the, the stage when you're eating them. That's right. <laughs> but you'd have to get a little tackle like to fill up. I like that. No, 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 no. no. But see, at one point <laughs> in the life cycle, right, they were able they to were breathe capable. underwater. <laughs> Sorry. So, I've been think, I'm, I'm still thinking about the tackles? frog thing. Probably not. They seem a bit gross. Not that Sorry. Frog legs are relatively gross as well. So I guess one thing that really I, I could out. mention to Lido that we've just done um, that was fabulous and I highly recommend it was the women that run Love Letters to Toledo, we went oh, on a yeah. night out to gathered glass and did glass blowing. And that was so much fun. You guys did, where'd you guys do that? At Gathered. Gathered okay. Glass Studio downtown. Yeah. Right across from the ballpark, one yeah. street up. I mean, cool. the same street the ballpark is on and just go up a block. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. really so you actually got to like blow through the tube and we move did. the glass and everything? Yep. Very we did cool. a whole bunch of stuff. Nobody, um, nobody got horribly maimed or burned. Or <laughs> nope. And there was alcohol And there was alcohol involved. So, so, wow. yeah. <laughs> yep. You can uh, organize parties. You only need eight people or more. Um, huh. And you can take alcohol and nibbles. And, and, and did you get like an end product <gasps> to take home? Or? <laughs> yeah. So you've got like a Danny cr- thought a crooked a very funny <laughs> word. Sorry, I know it's my it's one of my what does Heather call them morgisms? Morgisms. Yeah, yes. my Scottish words sneak yeah. in every so often. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, so, so yes, you we, had, we got we made vases. Okay, and they're they're actually passably. They look like, yeah, you could them. you would go to a store and buy them. Uh, I mean, that far, but you. you know. What's a vase? A vase. A vase. Oh, okay. It, or for us simple was, people, it was base. her trying to say. Yeah, it was her trying to say plural vases, and it came out vases. And ah, you know, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's the accent. <laughs> but it holds water, doesn't leak, and no, I haven't works, tried that yet. But it's thick. <laughs> it's thick. The walls are thick. <laughs> okay. so, yeah, One would assume it's it would have to be a pretty big hole to, to, to not. <laughs> <laughs> to not <laughs> Well, guys, thank you very much for coming. Thank yeah, you. seriously, thank you. This we we really appreciate it. This was great. And this was a neat little experiment, having two people in at once. I liked it. It was I good. It worked. A little yeah. extra yeah. people to talk when we don't have much silence then. <laughs> <laughs> Less editing for Nate to do. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening, Toledo. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for episode 19. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks with episode 20. So tune in. Thanks a lot. Bye.